It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. We're gonna jump right into it. And um, you know, I'm out here doing some DoorDash, right? You know, and um, I get an order that takes me to the Atlanta Girls School, which I just found was completely odd, right? And it's a black lady. She's a teacher. Um, we all know Atlanta's become very liberal in the last couple of years. Very liberal. I mean, there's rainbow flags on the churches. You see signs that say things say like regulate guns, not women. There's transgender flags everywhere. Um, so, I mean, I guess an all-girls school where they have signs out there that say things like teaching girls to be leaders things like that, you know, just shouldn't really shock me. But what I don't like is the the grooming of children in America. We see, I think we're moving into a different time, and it's not just the girls, you know, it's the boys too, and they're just grooming these kids to shape them into little liberal monsters that they want them to be. They're projecting traumas onto them, they're projecting fears into them that they would not have otherwise. So I'm going to tell you a very quick story. Um, And what happened was, so she's talking to me through a window. She's talking to me through a window. I can see all the girls in the classroom, you know. Um, So it's like a a little walkway. You would have to pass these windows that she's talking to me through to get to the front door. Where the, I guess, secretary or whatever you want to call them is sitting at. I spoke to her too and I'll I'll tell you the whole experience. I just got at the Atlanta girls school okay the atlanta girls school um i believe it's called i'll put the i'll put the name of the school in the title so you'll know okay so long story short she's calling she's talking to me through the window she opens the window it's an older building has those old school windows she opens the window she's talking to me all the girls are excited i guess because some of this food was for them as well So the little white girl on the other side of the room, in the same classroom, opens the window. She completely opens the window. Now, these two two windows opened a little differently, if my memory serves me correctly. One of them opened kind of upward, and the other one opened out, almost like a door. The white girl's talking to me through that one. She's like, you can just bring it right here. You can just bring it right here. And the lady's like, no, no, do not let him come near you. And I'm just like, I just literally just, in front of them, just shake my head like... The white girl's like, the white girl don't get it. She's like, why? He's right here. He might as well just give us the food right here, you know? And um, I've been DoorDashing for a, for a minute now, you know? And I'll tell you, man, the the fears that have been um, implemented in our females is serious. The, the, the There's a huge, you see, and I, I look at things like this in everything that I do in my life. Everything, not just... DoorDash, any other work, and I go to church, when I'm just hanging out with my friend, my friends, my, it's my boy Rico's birthday today, happy birthday Rico, um, you know, we're, we're going to go to Piedmont Park, you know, I, I guarantee you I'll be doing it here, my brain never stops doing this type of stuff, I can't help it, okay, I just analyze everything, I mean literally every single thing, I use it as a social study almost, a social, every, my whole life is a walking social experiment, um, so you know, I notice certain things and even the difference between male and female customers. Most of my male customers are literally waiting for me when I pull up. I have had situations where I had to have females come outside. They had to. Like it was like a something blocking the road or 
concierge won't let me up. And they refuse to come. I mean, they will literally argue with you. They will not get up and stop what they're doing and come and get their food. I mean, you've already ordered from a restaurant that, you know, in history has never delivered food. You're living in a luxury. This is a this is a luxury. It's, it's a luxury service to be able to have people deliver Red Lobster and Moe's and even McDonald's, you know, to your house, to your workplace. I mean, you don't have to go anywhere on lunch breaks no more. You can literally order your lunch about an hour before your lunch break and it'll be there right as you're kind of going on break, you know, like um, women don't tip as well as the men. I actually, the other day, I had to deliver a pizza to a woman, but her boyfriend was there. He opened the door, and I don't know how he found me, to be honest with you. He literally met me somehow, and I don't, I really, I don't know how he found me, but he met me somehow in the garage and gave me a, a cash tip and was like, I'm sorry my girlfriend didn't tip you. I don't know why she didn't tip you. And I really want to be like, because she's your girlfriend, you know, and that's just women are not the nurturing, selfless people that we were taught they are. They're actually very self-driven. Um... And whatever, that's what I really wanted to tell him. But I just kind of just said, thank you. God bless you and got in my car and left. Anyways, so the thing about it that really broke my heart is this white girl sees a human that's clearly working. I mean, when I work, I try to look as least intimidating as possible. As a black man working in a white area, you know, I try. I work in Sandy Springs, Roswell. Buckhead is probably the most diverse area out of those three. I try to wear bright colors. I try to, you know... I try to look like clearly I'm not up to no good, right? I'm, I'm clearly up to good, right? I try to look as regular as possible. And somehow, some way, some woman make, manages to make me feel uncomfortable in my day. And they don't ever stop and think, okay, just because you have all these fears, which if you have that much fear of a DoorDash driver coming in, what am I going to do with my gym shorts on? I'm wearing gym shorts. I have neon colored off-white laces in my shoes. Like, I have a watch on. I have a, a Atlanta Braves hat in a in a sweater. I actually look kind of goofy today. Like, if you're that fearful, you don't do... I don't think... I wouldn't want you teaching my kids. If you if you fear getting an Uber, I, a DoorDash, these, these different services, stop ordering them. Get a man. You wanted an all-girls school, everybody, including the security guard, is a girl, and when one man shows up on campus who's not walking with a little girl, obviously his daughter, you want to send everybody into a frenzy just because you fear men. Don't teach these little girls that. Let these little girls grow up, and maybe they never know. They might make it to 40, 50 years old before they ever have any fear of men. Maybe a fear of a man, yeah, but not men in general. You're teaching these kids to fear men, and then you wonder why they're so socially awkward. You wonder why there's so many weird themes going on in the world. This is why. You know what I'm saying? And it was just funny to me. You know, it wasn't funny. It It was actually kind of heartbreaking and embarrassing because I'm the subject of this fear at this point. You know, I'm the one that you put on the whiteboard and see, guys, this is a man. You don't let him come anywhere near you. How do you expect this woman to respect her boss one day if he's a man? Respect any customers who may be male. Respect her own dad. When you And, I, I, and I'm going to tell you guys more in a second. And you'll, you'll hear what conversations I had. And um, I just felt like, dang, why do you have to make me into a monster just because you are? It's like I said in my episode about uh, marriage, about um, what's that girl? The Marcus Houston thing. Like, if you make things that aren't weird, weird, you're the freaking weirdo. Like, here I am in my bright colored outfit. You just watched me park my car. I just pulled up on campus with my license tags all on y'all's cameras. I I am the person that is bringing you your food. What do you think I'm going to do to this little girl through the window? 
What do you what do you really possibly think I could do to this little girl through the window with you standing right there with me and my bold face on camera and my I wasn't actually no was I doing DoorDash? My my accounts in my name. <laughs> Literally all you have to do is call them and they will they will have a warrant out for me within an hour or two. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you 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 making me feel uncomfortable. I'm just here to do my job. You know what I'm saying? And my whole thing is like you're teaching these kids to fear people they don't have no business fearing. Because if I was a female, you would I guarantee you would have let me give her that food through the window. And the white girl looked so confused, she was literally like almost kind of being combative with her teacher. Like, why can't he just give me the food through the through the window? I don't understand. You know, and who knows the conversation this this little punk black lady had with this little white girl after I, after everything was said and done. But she probably just put fear into that little girl that she did not naturally have. See, a lot of people are going to have a problem with this conversation I'm having right now in this episode. But yet, you would understand it and if it was racism. If somebody was trying to teach the white girl to hate black people and fear black people, you'd understand. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you don't you don't push that onto no kid. You don't push you don't push you don't push sexism and the hatred or fear of men onto a child either. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't do that. And that's what just I just literally just witnessed. And I happen to be the subject of it. And they don't realize as women, you know, as humans, you guys are become so mean to men and so hateful and fearful of men. You put us all in a dangerous situation when you do that. Right. Um, you, you know, you never know who has a superhero complex and might feel like, oh, well, you said men are that bad. Well, let me get out here in the world and destroy men. And then we wonder why you have teenage girls um, with this hashtag kill all men movement. And they don't even know any men. They know boys. And it's like, dang, you're in high school ready to literally, you know, join a genocide of a whole group of people. That's sick. What's the difference between that and what white people did to us in the 50s and and, and 60s? Huh? What's the difference? That's the same thing I just watched that black woman. And this is why I'm sick of black women. That black woman do to me, to that little innocent white girl who clearly just was looking at it the way it should have been looked at. Right. He's standing right here. You're talking to him through the window. You've already exposed us to any potential danger. He now knows where our classroom is. You know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? When the lady, when I, I called the lady when I got on campus, she could have easily just been like, oh, just take it to the principal's office. Okay, boom, fine. But she wanted to poke her head through the window. So you've already exposed yourself. If I wanted to be a bad guy, <laughs> I already know how to do it, where to go. I can look at you. I know I can take you toe to toe. So and you can't stop me from doing anything I want to do anyway. If you felt that danger by men, when you seen my name pop up as a person, you know, as on your end, you can always cancel the driver until you get a female one. Don't make me feel uncomfortable. Don't implement fear into this child's heart that she did not have. She saw it for what it was supposed to be seen. He's standing right there. The windows open. You've even allowed me as a child to open a window to a stranger at a school well he might as well just walk through this little this little bush right here and hand me the food and that's exactly what I would have done that's exactly what I would have done and I said thank you God bless you guys I hope you guys are having a great day today and left stay in school and then walk off so since she sent me to the principal's office I talked to the principal or the secretary lady whoever's in the desk I said why is this an all girls school and she literally took a deep breath she was like like they don't, they don't, you know, women hate to be questioned, right? They don't like they love to do a lot of weird stuff, create all girls schools in the middle of Atlanta, but not be questioned for it. 
I just asked a simple question, ma'am. I didn't even imply anything. She took a deep breath, kind of looked at me like, are you serious? I said, I said, she said, um, what do you mean? I said, what's the, I said something like, what's the necessity for an all girls school? Like, why, why? And she said, it's just a preference. Right. And kind of looked at me almost like this, like, look like, please get out. Right. And at this point now I'm feeling uncomfortable just because I asked a simple question. I feel I I should have a right to ask a question. If I was shooting a documentary, I'd be asking you way more questions. If I was Matt Walsh doing the, what is a woman? I'd be like, well, what is a girl? If I have a trans son, can he, and I should have asked him that. Matter of fact, I think I might shoot a documentary and I might make them the centerpiece of my documentary. Can my trans boy come to y'all's all girls school? Why not? Why not? He's a girl, according to this is new generation, right? I don't have a trans son, but I would get one just for the sake of proving these people wrong. And he <laughs> go adopt a trans son and then kick him out. <laughs> yeah, I made a joke about it. And what? What you gonna do? This this is raw sex, okay? Yeah, it's not, we not we not we not on none of that. I don't care about none of that. Anyways, like I was saying, um, so when I, as I'm walking out, right, and I'm just I literally I shake my head at that white lady too who had deep breath or whatever i'm walking out i i see a black man dropping off his daughter so i wave him down and he he, he stops and talks to me i said uh i'm guessing you're her father right he's like yeah i said so why an all-girls school right and he, he gave me a decent answer better than what these two people could have ever gave the people who actually worked there and his answer was basically you know less distractions they can just focus you know they can build confidence just in a third Blah, 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 blah. Kind of reminds me of when I was going to school in the Cab County and they, they made us start wearing uniforms. We ne- we no longer cared about Jordans and who got the new South Pole or the new FUBU or the new uh, Fat Farm or Sean John. That, those were the brands that were cool at the time. Because, well, we all got to wear a shirt that says whatever on, on the front and khakis. And, well, we were allowed to still wear our Nikes and stuff. So that, that, that didn't really go away. But everybody had Nikes at that point. It didn't really matter. But at the same time, it's like my whole thing is in this new generation where these kids are already getting at regular schools, whereas boys and girls are already getting off the bus, going straight home and diving into an iPad. Why would you want to send your daughter to a school full of girls? And I didn't want to argue with him. I just wanted to hear his answer and walk away. Why would you want to send? And he, you know, he explained to me he went to Morehouse and his wife went to Spelman. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, that explains a lot. And for anybody who listen doesn't know morehouse is a all male hbcu college here in georgia i actually used to want to go there when i was growing up and spellman is the all female one right and um but the difference is you guys were outside these kids are inside they're already naturally socially awkward and you can send them to an all-girls school all you want but at some point they have to come back to being around boys and these girls these days are already hateful of boys as we just seen, they already are being taught to fear the boys, right? And now you take them from a place where they always been around girls and comfortable and they can dye their hair any color and be whatever and gain weight, lose weight, do whatever. And then you send them into a world full of boys and then you wonder why they may not know how to deal with these boys. I think one of the most important things a girl can learn growing up is how to deal with men, how to talk to one, how to understand their nature. You, you know, when you try to shield them from them, people that are in, they're inevitably going to be around, that that does not that's not a good thing. That doesn't lead to good things. Now, not only are you shielding the girl, sending them to an all-girl school, 
these teachers have, are liberals and feminists and they're going to implement hatred and fear and hatred and fear are literally what drove white people to hanging us Emmett Till if you don't know who it is look it up Emmett Till is a product of hatred and fear you want to come fast forward Trayvon Martin yeah Trayvon Martin who was killed by George Zimmerman that is a product of hatred and fear so when you're driving these kids into these things, I need you to understand that that's what we're teaching them. You know, and as women have increasingly become violent, I don't think teaching them to hate and fear a whole group of people that you also tell them are oppressing them and don't let them get the same equal pay and uh, want to control their bodies. I mean, if I was a girl right now, I'd probably be planning some huge genocide of men. Don't send them to a freaking all-girls school, too. And make them feel confidence and all this other stuff. You want confidence? Get confidence within a, a realm where you don't you can't only do it around weaker people like you. Get confidence around around everybody else. That'd be like me taking my six foot five son and making him go and play around a bunch of weasels and pipsqueaks. No, he wants to prove that he's confident. He wants to build real confidence that's not contended upon being around pipsqueaks. I sent him into the real world. The world he's going to have to deal with anyway. And that's why men have always been more competent than women. That's why they've always been able to succeed over women. It's because we have to deal with the real world from an early age. Women are sheltered their whole lives. And this has always been that way. But now you're sheltering them and trying to give them the power over boys and over men. I bet money that Atlanta girls school. Let me make sure that's the name of the school. So I'm not lying to you guys. I bet money that Atlanta girls school. Their curriculum is way better than the average public school. So those girls are going to come out above most of these boys growing up here in Atlanta. Education wise. Right. And they seem to have a lot of freedom. I mean, when I was growing up, we couldn't open no windows like that. Yes, it's the Atlanta girls school. That's the name of the school. Atlanta girls school. You know, and um, it's just it's just one of those kind of things where at some point we have to all sit back and just really wonder what is exactly going on in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like. We have to wonder what is going on in, in this world where these things are, are, are being promoted and and uh, during these times I don't think that the last thing we should be doing is separating these boys and these girls uh, we should be putting them together um, they need to come together and so they can break this stupid gender war and all these lies and trying to exalt women above men I mean it went from being like let's just pan things out which it didn't seem like any man was standing in the way of that actually I think feminists stand in their own way um they are their own worst enemy. Not men. Men don't care. We shoot. What man don't want his girl to get a job? <laughs> you want her at home all day waiting for you? Just you know, annoying that is. Yeah, we can go go to work for a couple hours. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, we never stood in their way. But uh, you know, what I mean, they they stand in their own way. You know, we're not the ones sending them to go into prostitution and all this stuff. They teach these kids that's that's okay. We, 
they, they're the ones letting boys dress up as them and enter their locker rooms, enter their sports, beat them at sports, be women of the year. <laughs> Feminists are literally ruining life for females. I mean, they're the ones that's doing all that. They have cried wolf for so long that nobody cares nowhere when you hear about a girl getting beat up. That boy, what a boy, Jonathan Majors, they say he beat up two girls the other day. Don't nobody care. Don't nobody care. Could we just sat here for five years, listen to every single one of y'all's story. Bill Cosby, oh, Harvey Weinstein, okay, R. Kelly, all right, all right, all right. Now nobody cares. Y'all are standing in y'all own way. I tell you this all the time. I, I say it about the LGBT community. The T is in the way of the L's, the G's, and the B's. They need to kick them off the boat <laughs> if they ever want to float. <laughs> for real. They just in the way. I felt I almost started to kind of feel kind of bad for them gay boys. And I'm like, dang, they don't even realize they keep bringing these transsexuals into their their little plight, and and, and it, that's the reason why they can't take flight. You got you talking to me about okay, you like to sleep with men, and then he's talking to me about he wants to be a woman. I mean, y'all not y'all are not the same. I don't know why I keep trying to be in the same group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't know why y'all keep trying to be in the same group. Y'all not the same. What he say? What did Little Wayne say? I am not the same. I am a Martian. You know, but yeah, you know, it's just my little experience at the Atlanta all-girls school. Boys are not allowed. And I had made a smart comment too when the lady. Um, so when I first pulled up and I asked her, "Where, where do I go?" She said, um, "Can you not come inside?" I said, "I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm allowed. This is an all-girls school, and I'm a boy." And she didn't say nothing back. She just like kind of kept talking. She was like, yeah, they, they know that they're full, full of it. I mean, these feminists, you know, and these little stupid feminist movements, they know they're full of it. You know, and when you start to get some balls on you, you know what I'm saying, some hair on your chest, start calling them out, you know, they all get quiet. If you, I mean, if you stand on something, I feel like you should be able to defend it. You don't tell me, oh, it's just a preference. No, tell me why it's a preference, Dan. I, don't, I know it's a preference, obviously. You know, but why, why, why send a girl to an all-girls school, especially in today's day in this climate? She gonna have to deal with boys eventually, but now she won't know how. You know, I mean, just what's what's gonna happen? And that's, this is why I tell you guys, a lot of people think the future is homosexual. I don't. I really don't. I think the future is asexual. I think it's. I forgot how to say it. If it's asexual or asexual, and basically what it means is it's when somebody is not attracted to male or female. In the future, you're not going to see a bunch of, no, a lot of people think, oh, it's going to be transgenders everywhere. No, they're, they're all, they're already dying out. They're, and I don't mean literally physically dying out. I just mean you already have transgenders, like, telling other people, like, hey, don't do it. It's not worth it. Like, you know, they're already detransitioning. The hormones are already destroying their bodies it was a bad social experiment gone wrong and it's already starting to show itself that um there's women who once promoted this type of stuff they're starting to be like "Uh uh-uh i don't want no none of this going on it's a mockery dylan mulvaney i mean it's literally it starts to make me wonder if they really pushed all of this to destroy it and to destroy a lot of lives in the process is that they had to have known that this was not going to work. I don't think the future is homosexual either because a lot of gay men are starting to realize that they were tricked and they weren't really gay. They just liked certain things that society told them. If you like to play with Barbie dolls to the G.I. Joe dolls, you're gay. Not to mention more than half of them, they legalize gay marriage and you don't see gay marriages. Like, let's keep it real. And most gay men can't find love, right? Because the guys that they want aren't gay. So this all the big hoax. They've been scammed. They've been bamboozled by the devil. It's on wake up. I think if the if 
at this rate, what you're going to have is because you're going to have a bunch of people who can't get what they want. So they'll, they'll settle to be alone and go live in a virtual world because it's easier that way. Right. And you're going to have a bunch of asexuals, a bunch of people who are like, you know what? I clearly don't like men, but you know what? I really do. I don't like those women either. And, you know, vice versa. You know, I clearly don't like men, but I don't like girls either. And then, and, and then, and then a bunch of people who just sit around by themselves, don't talk to nobody, social distancing, quarantining for the rest of their life. Okay. All of these things are leading to that. If, if, if things don't change all, all of it, you know, you look around, you know, and, and it's like marriage is like now a sin to people. Like people will literally promote everything else. I talked about this in my episode. I really highly encourage you to go listen to an episode about Marcus Houston, about how people will literally tell a 19 year old to go to the army, go get the tattoos, go join this college, go do all these permanent life changes. But marriage. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't get married at 19. Are you crazy? You're too young for that. You're too young to make such a commitment. You don't know what you're doing. But you knew what you was doing, sending this this guy to war. I mean, you know, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like all these other things. But marriage, is no way he knows what he's doing. There's no way she knows what she's doing. So you guys pay attention, man. And if you are a parent, keep your kids out of these all-girl schools, these all-boys schools. It's just it's just weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like at one point, it might have had its use. And it might have even been beneficial. But in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I don't, I don't see how it could be of use now, right now, in a time where we are already at odds with each other and it's growing more and more and more. There are girls who literally follow under the under the belief that they should kill all men. Do you understand that? Like, does that not hit you in your head? Well, then it should, you know? Like, you know, like, I mean, you have men, you have little boys commenting on their, like, Kevin Samuels page and Andrew Tate or Fresh and Fit. They sit up all night watching. I mean, there's, I mean... I was shocked when I found out that Steph is cold is 22 years old. I'm like, dang, 22, you already got to think like, dang, like, it's like being in a war. We're living in a war, a social war with men and women, black and white. It doesn't matter. It's a war. It's a war. People say, oh, it's a war on masculinity. People say, it's a war on femininity. No, I'm starting to realize it's just a war on both. It's just that they have to attack some sides. Sometimes they have to uplift some sides sometimes to keep this war going. It is a war on the human race. You understand? And sending your your girl to a school like that is literally probably the worst thing you could ever do. It's your boy Tommy Fear Raw Sex and I'm out.